What was her job? Tables. What do you mean? Guys, what I say? Her job is so confusing. The job isn't important. It's just a generic job that the writers of this made up for this. But what is the generic job? Just tables! Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show is started. Welcome back to another episode of Chubstep. That's much better than last time. Or two times uh, ago. Yeah. And I, I whispered that uh, deep into the microphone. So that's going to come out sounding good. Okay, good. good. Uh, we did ASMR in the past. That was a big hit. But I think... Uh, too much of it and people would get too uh they would get too into the show in a sexual way and we don't want anything like that so just we'll just keep the asmr we want the listeners from... we have we don't want to get into that asmr crowd exactly i agree with that even though jared uh, so... reading uh the note i left for you uh still makes people giggle yes the one from the asmr episode <laughs> yeah yeah, that one was that was a good. Uh, that was a good one. Good morning, my children. This is Baby Oxford, the Lake Master. <laughs> what the? The man without a halo, the gentle tickler. I need all of you to hear these words, Leprechaun. Wow, I didn't realize a man could be in love with a guinea pig the way my uncle loves his shake white. <laughs> God. Uh, now let me explain the meaning behind the word futon. <laughs> what? Uh, it's when two guys can't figure out why their twin bed makes them feel tingly inside when they when they share it. George, George Bush does not care about short people. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> Nothing makes me hotter than when someone under 5'5 five five falls down and struggles, <laughs> and struggles to get up because they're stumpy bitch legs. If I could have one thing inside me, it would be an octopus. Tentacles George Bush hamster ball. Tentacles George Bush hamster ball is the last sentence? <laughs> All right. Well, the only part that's a little suspect is my children. I guess it's not children specifically. It's my children as in like my people. Okay, so I can keep that in there. I, I... Steed, I want to first start talking about uh, this past week we did Steed Day. Yeah, we did do Steed Day, baby. Yeah, we had mentioned it a few weeks ago that we planned out a month in advance us hanging out on a day. Yeah. Uh, for Steed Day. Yeah, and... hanging out with uh, you, Jared, is one of the hottest ticket items of the summer. <laughs> yes. Yes. And early fall. And uh, we decided to take out my parents just recently got a boat and I had not been on it. Steve had not been on it. 
we decided to take it out to go fishing. And yeah. What? How I'd like to say is we went to take it out on a cruise. Yeah. Um, and we happened to have fishing poles on, but like that wasn't our main focus. Yes, I would agree. Because uh, we didn't catch any fish. No, and barely got a bite of anything. I got a, I got a uh, couple nibbles. I got some. Hard you got nibbles. a couple nibbles. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get as lucky. Uh, so, yeah, it was basically just excuse to go out there. But, uh, Steve, you have a bad. You've bad luck with watercraft. Uh, um, yes. Well, so I don't have bad luck with watercraft. I have bad luck with um, watercraft that your family owns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's That's the only time I've ever had problems. Okay. Uh, so just a refresher. The first time. Uh, I went on the skis this year. I lost the keys to one of yep. them. Um, the second time, I sucked about 30 feet of rope into the impeller of a jet ski. Um, and then this time, first time out on the boat, new boat for them. Uh, I just want to say this. It's not like a yacht. It's a boat. Yeah, it's a boat. Um, it's definitely not a yacht. Nobody's going to yeah. call it a yacht. Yeah. But uh, I apparently hit a log and broke the propeller. Yeah. <laughs> it was best case scenario log, like worst case scenario, like a, a body under the ground or something like. Yeah, I mean, I would have had to hit it right on the skull. That's true. That's true. It was a hard, it was a noticeable bump. And then yeah. we didn't think anything of it until we pulled up the boat. <laughs> it was a big bump. Now that I'm thinking back on it, it was like the whole boat lurched. And we we're like, what was that? And I'm like, I'm just going to keep driving the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, once we pulled it up on the uh, trailer, we noticed that it had a bent uh, propeller. But, you know, things can be replaced. Uh, memories people cannot. can't. Yeah. Yeah, people and, can't. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, no, no, it's all good. All good. Uh, I'm extending my condolences to Drew. Uh, I'll help him fix it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come back. Yeah, come come bend it, bend it back and... Uh, well, I'll help him put the new one on. Bit. No, yeah, yeah, it's toast. That that propeller's toast. toast. Yeah, it's done. But it's uh, it had a good run. <laughs> it had a good uh, uh, one week run that it that yeah. we had it. So. Oh yeah. Um, good for Steve it. Day Jay. So we also played tennis. Yes. Um, biggest shocker of the day. Me and Jared were on a team facing his parents, and we lost. Yeah. Yep, that was a shocker. I think we were both surprised by that one. It was a close I w- game. I was but, so uh, surprised. Yeah. Uh, it's... We're two spry young spry young men. Yeah. Okay? Both of us over six feet. I'm not going to say who's taller. Yeah. We got, you know, we should have won that. My serves were on point. I was blasting that thing maybe 95 miles an hour. Yeah. No. Uh, Mine was not, though. I will say that a big problem was that I was not getting my fast serves in, so all my serves that were getting in were my slower serves. Your fast serve is uh, very hard to defend against. Yeah, but you gotta, I just wasn't... You got to two-hand return that. You can't one-hand it. Yeah. I It was not... It wasn't getting in, and so, therefore, you know, serving over weak serves or hitting it over, we were not... We didn't have the consistency down. Uh, I think it's... See, it's been a couple of years since you played. You know, yeah. I've, I've played, like, once this summer... And uh, it was not it was not holding up our consistency of getting it over. It was not holding up. I, yeah. you know, there are certain sports you can play 
into an older age, which is a nice thing. That's why it's good to play those sports younger. So you have the skills when you play older, like, you know, golf is obviously one of those, a lot of older guys playing. Oh yeah. Tennis is one. Uh, ping pong is one. I remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to go and, uh, this is every once in a while in, at Marquette, when I was in college, we used to go to, I think it was like one of the nights of the week they had like a ping pong tournament. You'd basically just pay like, I don't know, 15 bucks. And then you just got to play for free all night. And then you would end up playing like in a, you know, a single elimination tournament. Yeah. And you got to play like on this, they would like announce your games on the center stage as you were playing. It was kind of fun. So just like a good excuse to, it was cheaper than just renting a table. It was basically playing in this tournament. So we'd go. And there's one time I played against a guy who had to be in his upper sixties, lower seventies that okay. uh, he was a former professional player. But you know the guy could had a hard time even walking, and uh, well, get him off the court. Nope, this is an amateur tournament. Yeah, I, well, I know that was the thing. So the reason they allowed him to play is because he used a paddle that was like half the size. It was oh my god, and he still a beat tiny me. Tiny paddle, <laughs> and he still beat me. Like, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh man, this old guy with a tiny paddle. Like, I'm gonna, you know, I should be able to beat this guy. No, it didn't really matter to him much. Like, he was always gonna hit it in the middle of the paddle, regardless of the size of it. Yeah, and, uh, but it, it was like the size of your palm. Like, it was a tiny little paddle. That's really it was, small. Yeah, so pick up that ping pong skill now so that uh, by the time you're his age, you can beat younger people that think they can beat the pro. You know, you know, the only reason I joined the army was in hopes that they would send me to Korea and I would be able to face um, Korean ping pong masters. Well, you did get sent to Korea, but did you ever play ping pong in Korea? I did. Oh, you we did? Had a pi- yeah, we had a ping pong table um, in the barracks. Oh, that's like fun. On the first floor. Uh, yeah. And I I would just roll people all day. Yeah. Just rolling them. And it, like, it was the only thing or only activity that wasn't alcohol. So I just, I would just, I was smashing. I was spin serving. I was yeah. cutting that shit. Just yeah. destroying everybody. The Korean guys came and they're like, oh, ping pong. Yeah, we're pretty good. And I just, they couldn't handle my power. Really? The Locals? Only, the only guy that ever beat me was this uh, African dude named... Adolfo, and he was uh, the strongest man I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was probably like five foot six, and I don't know, two hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, of just just pure muscle. Yeah, like he's wider than he was tall, and he's the only guy that could beat me. I couldn't handle his power. Yeah, the uh, one of the first times that I ever saw. Or the only time I really saw professional ping pong being played. Uh, we played a volleyball tournament at this convention center in Chicago, the McCormick Place. And next to this volleyball tournament was this ping pong tournament going on. And they had a professional player uh, playing there, this guy named Bolo. And Bolo looked like Terry Crews. I mean, the guy, like literally, oh, like yeah. <laughs> if I were to describe him what celebrity looked like, it was Terry Crews. I mean, the guy was jacked, you know, big guy jacked. And just professional ping pong player just, you know, destroyed everybody. <laughs> like, he played these, you know, he's playing other pros, so everybody else is good. But it was just so fun to watch this huge guy just <laughs> play ping pong because you yeah. feel like he could just break the paddle in his hand when he wanted to. Um, so, yeah it, it is, yeah. it is nice to see that um, combination of strength and finesse. Yeah. No, everybody appreciates that. Um, so, uh Speaking of uh, strength and finesse, 
uh, Brendan Fraser uh, just got picked up to play a villain in the new Batgirl movie. In a Batgirl? Yeah, there's a Batgirl movie coming out, and he's going to be the villain in it. You know, I I don't like the idea of the movie. Um, so I don't like Brendan Fraser's look. I think he could have kept himself up a little bit better. Um, it's tough for us hard bods to, you know, keep it going into old age. Yeah. I'm feeling that now. I mean, I do ab rollers and ab rollers and ab rollers. Uh, yeah. When I was young, I would have been. I would have had a 15 pack. But no, for in sure. my old age, I just got to keep. I got to keep rolling. And Brendan Fraser, yeah. he was like, "I'm not going to keep rolling." Uh, but this is perfect for him because he's a great actor, and now he can just be the villain, scary, creepy looking guy. Now I will say that uh, he is preparing for a role called The Whale, where he plays like a very obese man. Um, So let's give him some credit for that. I will also say that he is released, just in Brendan Fraser's defense, uh, he says that he has, he got a lot of injuries when he was doing films. You know, like they still have stunt doubles and stuff, but he still got injured filming different, you know, scenes or movies and like had back problems and stuff like that and made it harder for him to work out. Yeah, I mean, he had to fight the Rock in the Mummy, or That's the true. Mummy Returns, or something. And, yeah, and he was like a he had like six legs. Yeah, that's unfair. Yes. So here's what I'm thinking is going to happen with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So he's going to beef up for the whale, right? Yeah. Uh, you, and you're familiar with this storyline because of Always Sunny with Mac. Yes. Yes. He's going to beef up. <laughs> yeah. He's going to. Get all the mass, and then he's gonna he's gonna chop all that mass because Brendan Fraser's back, baby. I, he was probably yeah. like down in the dumps, and he was like all sad. He's like, "Oh, my career's over. Nobody likes me." Then he goes on the internet, and guess what? Everybody likes Brendan Fraser. Everybody's yeah. rooting for him. He's coming back, and he's just gonna he's gonna get big for this role, get his mass, and then cut. So everybody's going to love him again, and he's going to like get back to his Tarzan days, and he's going to get hair plugs like uh, Michael Scott did in the office, and, th- and then he's just going to be, he's going to look good, he's going to feel good, and he's back. Keanu Reeves did it. I mean, he didn't get as big as Brennan, but he wasn't bulking for the role of the whale. And then we're good. Yeah. Uh Everybody's got their comeback moment, and this is Brendan's. Um, so my comeback moment was 1992. When you were born? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Perfect. Well, Steve, something else I did this weekend was uh, I watched a Canadian Football League game. I kind of mentioned this to you earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So one of uh, my... High school friends, good friends, is the quarterback for the Montreal Alouettes. Yeah, we don't and, want to name drop here. Yeah. So, but that's the best Canadian football team there is. They are uh, first in their division right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he has been in the league for a while. I have... Uh, he, he's been to my house before. I, I've known him for a while, but not like, you know, great friends with him. I'm acquaintances with him, I'd say. Uh, but uh, I got to see him play a Canadian Football League game. I've never seen a full Canadian Football League game before, but it is 
has definitely its differences, but it's it, the differences kind of seem like we just try to make a difference just to make our league different. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they, it's, it just gives it a different vibe, but it's like, you know, we're not the same thing, but we are kind of the same thing. It's interesting. We're from uh, Canada. Yeah. They have, so they do three downs instead of four downs. I like that. I like that a lot. And they, which you think would maybe be less scoring, but what they do to compensate for that is the field is wider than a traditional NFL field. Yeah. And then they have 12 men on, 12 men on the field, 12 versus 12 instead of 11 on 11. Because usually the twelfth man is the stadium the audience; it's the fans. Yeah, yeah in this case, the thirteenth fan <laughs> man on the field. In this is case, the, the fa- a fan has to get on the field. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, then, so then, and also the end zone is like 20, 20 yards, or I think probably do meters instead of yards, but it's it's twenty units uh, instead of it's 10. twenty. <laughs> that that would make a huge difference having a it, big unit end zone. Yes, and at the ends, it kind of tapers in like a trapezoid. Oh uh, my god, I hate that! I hate that so much. Like also, you, re- like you realize it's our sport, and you just tweaked it a tiny bit, probably so you don't get sued. And that's yeah. like that's what you're gonna do. So here's some other good ones. Uh, one is that the the field goal, the goalposts are at the front of the end zone, which is old school NFL. That is how but they used just, to do it. How do the guys do? The guys have to run around it. You are trying to avoid it, yeah. So if there was a play that like a quarterback threw the ball right at the thing, a guy could potentially like jump in the air and ram into the goalpost and yeah. like knock himself out. Yeah, I'm gonna confirm what that looks like, but I uh, I'm sure it's happened. But I mean, they used the NFL used to do that for a while. Yeah, you yeah, could definitely run into people it. Could read it. If you Google like, CFL goalpost, you'll see pictures of people running into the goalpost. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so no, it it 100% happens. Uh, okay, good. But so what what's interesting with that is that now they cook they kick it from further away, you know, because you're not adding 10 yards to the field. Oh, goal. Oh yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. So you all can of a sudden, kick like all, a like, 70 yard field goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're all. It's gonna be. It's going to end up being the same amount, but you're cooking it on like a further away unit yeah. line. Yeah. Um, so that part was interesting to see a lot of that. Um, it, but it was it was fun. You know, I could definitely see how you know if you get into it, it's it's just as fun as you know. It's very similar. I mean, other than that, the play there are some rules that uh, <laughs> you know the guys I was watching with have watched a lot of games and they still are confused by some of the rules. There's a way to get one point by kicking it just like past the goal line. Um, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It, without scoring, you can do it just, you know. No, yeah, you and just it, kick the ball over there. And, yeah, know. but I don't think it counts if you just miss a field goal. You have to kind of decide what you're doing. It's it's an oh, interesting... you have to be like, we're going for one point. <laughs> I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I was I looked up the rules and I was confused after it. I would need to have somebody that's a big I, CFL that's fan That's like you're, you're playing cricket or some shit. It's it it's basically you know yeah they're they're doing something different they're trying and you know what it it works if you just if you know the players it's just like I'm not from Canada so like I'm gonna choose the Chicago team because I'm from Chicago area uh, but what if I was from Canada would I probably be a bigger you know big fan of that that's probably what I would pick you know uh, I would one hundred percent just be a fan of the NFL well there you go that's also an option and th- I mean that's no offense to the CFL guys but like there it's like 
hey, would you want to be a fan of uh, the Major League Baseball or <laughs> whatever European league there is? No, you wouldn't. Cricket, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cricket's be- Would you want to watch the American cricket team? No, hell no. They suck. I can almost guarantee they suck. <laughs> you probably do suck. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's fucking, uh, it's cool. Yeah. Like, no, go it is. sports. Go sports, I agree. Chorizo tacos. Chorizo tacos. Are you saying chorizo tacos? Don't play around because I'm super hungry. Steed, uh, we had some emails here I wanted to get to. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me what I want to get to. Oh, what do you want to get to? Oh, hit it for me, Jay. Hit me. Hit me. Go for it. All right. Jay, uh, I'm bringing myself into yet another cooking competition. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, so this is probably number three of uh, cooking competitions, serious at-stakes cooking competitions. Um, and I need, I need, I need some help. Okay. So I'm a Chef Gordon Ramsay guy. You know yes. that. Yeah. Um, you're a Bobby Flay guy. Yeah. I thought that we could come together, maybe, um, and we could pick a dish. Uh, maybe one that would both excite and calm the taste buds of the judges okay so what i've cooked in the past in these cook-offs one was like uh they choose the ingredient cook-off it was chicken thighs um and i famously did not salt the chicken thighs uh it lost me the whole competition uh, Steve, are you are you missing one from a couple years ago where you did not cook the chicken all the way through? Oh, okay. So I've been in four cooking competitions. That one, that one, I was young. Okay, yeah, that was a couple years ago. That was like ten years ago, and that was for a toter ball. I didn't cook the chicken all the way through because there wasn't enough time. And yeah, I served it. Okay? okay, and yeah, I did not get to pick first overall in toter ball. Yeah. So sue me. um the second one i got blown out of the water by a guy that makes his own fish fry screw that guy yeah he can suck it yeah i made a delicious piece of steak served over a bed of rice and it was fucking bullshit that i lost it was perfectly cooked uh what happened though is I couldn't find my brown sugar spice at the store. Okay. And I had to get a different one and that had salt in it and I added salt because my old one didn't have salt. Uh it was a mess. Alright, it was salt it was too much salt. So that I want no bad, salt, yeah. too much salt. Yeah. I I wanna fix that. Okay. What do you got for me? What would you cook? Well, so what what is what do you do you have a do you know what you're going to be cooking? Like, do you have any sort of... Like, I don't... I can cook whatever I want. You can cook whatever you want? I can cook whatever I want. All I got to do is bring a dish to the table. Wow. Well, there's a lot of... That's... Sometimes it's actually there, harder there for There will to, be a... So, Jay, there will be a secret ingredient added at some point. Okay. But I can cook whatever meal I want. I just have to incorporate that ingredient. What I have found when you want to wow somebody is uh, like layers of things, right? Like um, making your own sauce type of thing is a big is Ooh. a big move. 
yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now we're talking. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. So if you're talking like this is something I made recently. Well, here, Steve, if you want to talk, I mean, no, I know you're a you know fan of Gordon, Chef Gordon Ramsay, Grandmaster yeah. Chef oh, Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. literally, Bobby Flay's. Uh, be Bobby Flay book came out, which is a Here cooking we go, competition Here book. We go. It's oh, a cooking really? competition oh, book. Oh, come on. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm just saying it's, it was all so ones keep... that he won from, you know, from for, or, or people beat him with uh, in a cooking oh. competition. See, that's the thing I need. Like, I get, it has to be light. It has to be classy. It has to be like a little playful. You know, my yeah. plating, my plating is going to come into play. I know that it will. Yeah. Um, Right, I mean, right now, currently, I'm cooking braised short ribs in the in the oven. Yeah, uh, but I can't make that because it takes three hours. So, but I thought you could just bring your dish. No, no, I can't bring it. I got to cook it there. Oh, you got to cook it there. You can you bring a pressure cooker? Uh, I could bring a pressure cooker, but you don't have one. I do have one. Oh, you do have one. Okay, I have an instant pot. Yes. What is the what is the amount of time that you have to cook something? It's an hour and a half. Okay. So, what uh, do you have an idea of a meat or a, like a th- or a nationality that you'd like to go with? Nationality, Iraq. Okay. I actually have. Some, how about like a chicken shawarma, dude? All right. I'm gonna stop you right there. We're, uh, I'm changing the nationality. I hate that idea. Uh, shawarma in a competition. I'm not talking about just any traditional shawarma. I had like some of the best. I made some of the best chicken shawarma I've ever had the other day. I don't know what chicken shawarma is. It's basically here's what it was. It was a marinated chicken thigh. So like you know, it was marinated in like ginger and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, you grill uh, so, that. Okay, it sounds it's, good. It's on a pita, and then I made Ooh. two different sauces. One was like a harissa. A red harissa sauce, and then a cilantro. Yeah, it's like a cilantro, almost like a tzatziki, like a cilantro uh, yogurt cucumber sauce. Uh, oh, that's good. With, that's good. With pickled uh, red onions over the top. Yeah, uh, I guarantee that was delicious. But there are certain judges that don't like chicken. I can't make that. Okay, so chicken. Is, so that's what I'm talking. So chicken is off the table here. Also, uh, like Jay, I'm going. I'm going in. Chicken? Come on. I, you know I, I'm the I lamb agree. god. You know I'm the lamb god, but I don't have enough time to cook the lamb either. Um, there's actually really good lamb milanese. Uh, if you do lamb chop, like a lamb uh, thin thing, a lamb, Steve. Jay, first, don't talk to me about lamb. Are don't you? You don't want to do lamb? I don't have enough time. I make lamb. I'm a no. Lamb. What I'm saying, I'm I have a, a faster. Boy. I have a faster lamb recipe. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I make the best lamb known to the <laughs> okay. human race. It's a different type of lamb. I, okay. All oh, right. I don't. I, hey, it doesn't matter because I like this. The lamb that I make is so good that any other lamb I would like, I would spit out. Okay, because I have I have a lamb milanese and I have a lamb meatloaf that I've made that are both amazing. No, 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 um, no, no. and high class, high class. I'm thinking um, either sea bass or salmon. Okay. Those two classiest fish. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, we got to go We gotta go beef. We got to go uh, high-class steak. But steak in- included. It doesn't have to be like straight-up steak. Yeah. I have, a, I have a good way of cooking steak. And this is, you know, for... <laughs> 
but the thing about steak is you got to get a nice cut of meat a lot of times to have it be good. So you depend on how much you're willing to spend on this. I get, I'm willing to spend an unlimited amount on this. Okay. okay. So there's a good way to cook a steak, which is to uh, get get the cast iron hot. You season the salt and pepper, sear it yep. on one side. Okay. You take it out of the cast iron. You only, so only sear one, one side. side. Listen. I'm, you I'm take it out shocked. of the cast iron. You put it on a cutting board. Now the seared side is up top. The uncooked side is on the bottom. Okay. You, do, you slice it into strips. Oh. Uh, you add it back onto the cast iron. The cast iron is not hot or, you know, it's, it's not on a burner anymore. Okay. Um, so, but the steak is pushed together in the strips. And okay. then you put butter and oh. thyme. And if you like blue Ooh. cheese, blue cheese on it. And then you throw that in the broiler. You throw it in a broiler and then it, then that kind of bastes, like the, the butter cooks through that whole thing. And then you can watch through the slices how cooked it is. Um, it's a very, it's a way of cooking it in like, you know, a, in a butter. Basically, it's a nice way of cooking it in a butter sauce. almost. That thing. actually sounds really good. And I may incorporate that into. Um, um, but you need a fancy side, Steve. Oh, a fancy side? I've got many thoughts on this. This, this would take some more. Uh, you know, it seems like you have an idea of what you want here. I, I don't know. I don't know. But if you want to think outside of the box, I always like thinking of a nationality and then uh, and then cooking something based on that. All right, Jay, you pick a random nationality. Random, random. One, two, three, go. Uh, Moroccan was the first one I thought, but that's too close Moroccan. to Iraq, okay. right? Yeah, that's too close. Next, 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 next. Uh, tie, nationality. tie, tie, tie. Tie. Oh, 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 okay. All right. So all I need is some... Um, what are those little um, things you put on um, the green? <laughs> the green. Oh my god! Uh, you put them on like sandwiches sometimes. The green things—they're long. It's lettuce? It's a, no, it's a skinny vegetable. Asparagus? No, somebody. Green, will, scallion. Yeah. No, somebody will email the show about it. Okay. Fine. A green skinny vegetable. Celery? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of green beans. Somebody emailed the show at chubsite.gmail.com. Well, Steve, okay. All right, fine. What I'm going to make for this. Yeah. Here's what I got from this. Okay. I'm going to cut up some steak, rub some butter in it, uh, and then I'm going to piss on that, and then I'm going to... I'm going to finish it with wine, red wine. Perfect. And then I'm going to uh, get a hot-ass side, mac and cheese, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I'm going to buy that from um, the Jerk Chicken store in Gary, Indiana that I went to a few weeks ago. Yeah. And boom, I won. Okay. In real talk here, Steve, we'll wrap this up because this has been a long segment on a food that you know you, everyone you is invested everyone's invested. i'm just saying i have a very fancy i know we're back to chicken here but i have a very fancy chicken recipe that i think would blow them away really it's very unique uh it's kind of our go-to if we haven't had somebody over for dinner before uh it's good we'll we'll talk off the air steve but there we'll to see yeah, what we'll you come. when is this competition when is this competition two days two days shit all right we gotta get this going don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast because we'll be right back with more 
Shove step. Let's get to some emails here, Steve. Yeah, let's go emails. Let's go. Okay. So here is one from Smacko. Uh, honorable Smacko. Honorable Smacko. So unrated is the title of his email. Again, email the show shovestep.podcast.gmail.com. He said, are raunchy comedy movies that are released as DVDs ever actually unrated as they're advertised? Or is this just a marketing ploy to get people to buy the DVDs? Thanks, Smacko. I w- I'm going to say 100, 100% marketing ploy. Yeah, I've never seen something and I'd be like, oh my God, I shouldn't be able to see this. Yeah, especially like, raunchy teen comedies i mean you're all you're seeing is slightly more boobs like there might be one more scene where there's a little bit more boobs yeah like maybe side boob instead of normal cleavage yeah exactly like yeah or like instead of one hot tub scene there's no boobs the unrated version you get a you get a pair of boobs yeah great <laughs> great we have the internet now all right <laughs> you can google boobs and just Google the word boobs. Go home, wherever you're at, wherever you're listening from. <laughs> go home, Google the word boobs, and just scroll through the pages on Google Images. All right? It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of boobs. <laughs> if you're, and that's only for if you're buying a movie because it's unrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you're still that stupid, if you use your flip phone to, like, <laughs> call people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's a lot of times, and I know they do it with R-rated movies, but I think they do it a lot of times, PG-13 movies, that they want to like push into the R range or past that. And to I, me, it's hard I to get like past it. Yeah. I feel like it's mostly R to unrated. Like, it literally yeah. is just a marketing move. Yeah. And again, yeah, I've never seen one where I'd be like, oh my God, this is crazy. Unrated? This is insane. <laughs> it is. It's totally a marketing ploy. And it's always the late night comedy type ones. It's always like, you know, a uh, National Lampoon type movie or... Yeah. Yeah. Any of the ones where you just see... Yeah. It's basically any movie that you see where there's a girl on the front. And maybe it's just... Maybe you don't even see her face. Maybe it's just a thing of cleavage. (laughs) And then there's three guys standing behind her. Uh, And you can see them Who happen to be the main characters. Who happen to be the main characters. (laughs) Yeah. That's basically every unrated movie. uh, (laughs) The the cover of it. (laughs) Sometimes it's two guys, but uh, there's <laughs> taste, taste a couple of things. That's that's most of it. So marketing ploy. Now, am I going to to grab the unrated version over the regular version if they have both? Yes, only because there might be more yeah. footage in it. Exactly. So, like maybe they just didn't want to go through the proper channels, and there's like an extra twenty minutes of Lord of the Rings footage. Yeah, I gotta have that. I gotta have that version. Yep, agreed. Uh, let's get this another email here. It says, I have to get this off my chest. Uh-oh. Uh, normally, I email something so filthy it gives Pat an ear infection. This time, I'm emailing something that I feel strongly about. I've seen a couple meme accounts post a picture of a burger and fries with someone saying, the proper way to eat this is burger first, then fries. This all is one hundred percent. This is 100% wrong. Who in the okay. right mind will eat a burger first and then the fries? I will not even accept burger, fries, burger, fries. They're correct, and only way to eat this is fries first and then burger. The fries have to be finished first. That is the law. Let's say you attack the burger, and this is a big one, big and juicy. You have a couple fries, and then you are no longer able to finish them. So you wasted food right there. 
If you end up taking it home, you cannot reheat it properly to where it tastes good as it would have been at the restaurant. That's true. Potatoes do not heat up well. If they go burger first, the chances are they are a milk-drinking pedophile. Oh! Uh, if you go if you go the right way, the fries first way, you will finish all the fries when they are at their best. Then you tack the burger. If you can't finish the burger, then at least it will reheat better when the fries would have. Then the fries would have. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Steve? Uh, this is 100, 200% correct. Okay. Uh, I'm a fry boy. Everybody knows okay. that. I like yeah. them salty. I like them in my mouth. I'll take a handful, put them in my mouth at once. Okay. I do GAFs. I do GNEFs. Yeah. I'll eat all those fries till I die, bro. Yeah. Um, what you, so when I eat fast food, literally I eat all the fries first, then I eat the burger. The carbs don't fill you up. Okay. I'm stacking mass here. Yeah. Carbs don't fill you up. If I was going to eat the burger first, oh, I'm getting all sluggy and no, get out of town. Get out of here. You eat the the most delicious part of the meal, which is the French fries. Then you eat the burger. Yeah. I, I, okay. So a couple things of this. He is right. You, you cannot reheat fries. Well, I think you have to do it in the oven and even then it's kind of shitty when you do it. The, also the yeah, problem. You might need is, an air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. Like an air fryer is the only appropriate way. Yeah. And. But the problem also with reheating a burger is the bun will get mushy. The the bun is going to lose its integrity. Guess what? Take the bun off and then reheat the meat and then put the bun back in last 10 seconds. You could. I I, I don't. I'm not saying there's not ways to do it, uh, but I'm just I'm just letting people know. So the you're a milk drinking pedophile, Jerry. Well, I am. That's first of all, minus the pedophile, I'm milk drinking. Uh, But. uh, Uh, one thing I will say is I'm not, I'm not as big of a fry guy. I've, I've been under the thought that fries are a little overrated for quite some time. Really? Um, I will eat fries, but I am somebody that will kind of eat the fries as I'm eating the burger. I definitely don't eat the burger first and then the fries. I will just kind of eat a few and then I'll take a few bites of the burger. And cause I'm not that I'm only side, you know, I'm only slightly interested in the fries. So to me, if I don't finish the fries, I'd much rather finish the burger then finish the fries and have some burger left over. I'd rather just finish so, the burger and throw away some of the fries because the fries sure. are just a upsell item because they're, you know, high margin item because potatoes are so cheap. Jared, where do you want to fight? Like what just, do you want me to drive to I, you to fight or do you want I think to the only place way? would be like if we meet in the middle at like a McDonald's or something. Okay. Let's meet, um, halfway between you and me. So it's going to be, okay. in, uh, probably like Oak Brook. Yeah. And we'll, we're going to fight because okay. you're, you're off. We'll fight in the play You're place. off. Okay. You're off. <laughs> I, Jay, what the listener said was he wouldn't even accept burger fries, burger fries. You this is Chub Sef Nava. I will say that. This is a Chub Sef Nava. Well, this is the first time I've ever really um, thought he's, he's right. Like, yeah, he has some good emails. This... I was like, GD, this guy's right. He's 100% right. Okay. Well, again, and I would probably agree with it if I liked fries more. I'm just, I'm not as big of a fry guy, and I'm okay letting them go to waste. It doesn't bother me. Even though I, I, it does bother me when a lot of food goes to waste. When that goes to waste in particular, not upset about it. 
Okay, what if um you had some milk with those fries? I don't need the milk. I I'm never I'm never in a scenario where I'm drinking milk. I'm never in a scenario where I'm drinking milk while I'm eating fries because I'm I'm doing it out and about. I I have okay. I have some other stuff to get people email showchubstep.podcast.gmail.com. We always like those emails. Um, I I speaking of the milk thing, I kind of want to wait for Pat for this next milk thing because I have a lot about. Are you know what? I'm just going to do this and I'm going to save my Brendan Fraser for or my Billy Bob Thornton for next time. I got a Billy Bob Thornton movie review for next time. Uh, okay. I have been watching, and I'm only going to do half milk. of this now. You got big milk news? I got big milk news. Okay, so I've been watching Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> oh, which no, is, what a great show. It is a great show. It's basically American uh, Peaky Blinders, for those that have not yeah. seen it. It's yeah. the exact same show, uh, which I enjoyed. I enjoy both of them. So there, I don't know if you've noticed this, Steve. I'm only on the first season. There is an insane amount of milk drinking on that show. Oh, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> I watched most, I can't remember what, when I stopped, but, um, I watched like several seasons of that show and I randomly remember people just drinking milk. Yeah. So (laughs) it is, (laughs) I'm going to post some pictures on our Instagram. I'll I'll maybe do a story. I don't know if I do a poster story, but it is, it is getting like only the first season, I have like five different instances of them just drinking milk. And this is like at <laughs> meetings. Like imagine this, like the 20s were the play, time to be, you know, that's the time to be alive. You oh, know, yeah. So a hundred years later, I'm bringing it back. But they're at this meeting and they're like sitting down doing a business meeting. The guy's got like a crystal glass, just with a full <laughs> glass of milk. And so much so that uh, at one point, this is extreme milk case. and I And I actually bought some of this so that I can try it. Just because I think it would be bad, but I have to try it just because. But uh, one of the guys who is a uh, basically an alcohol agent for you know the FBI is trying to bust people smuggling alcohol. He goes to a yeah. store and he orders a glass of buttermilk. You're good, and Jay. Don't drink that. I here's the deal. Wait, the guy in the show drank it. He I, orders. I, think a, I remember this. Yeah, it's the guy with the weird face. I, yes. I, I like the actor. Yeah. 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 So he's a uh, he's a nine perfect strangers too, but he uh, it's one of St- little Stevie's favorite actors. But uh, yeah, he orders he goes out to sit at this restaurant and orders a glass of buttermilk, and apparently I, I brought this up to my mom and she said that my one of my grandparents used to do that as well. So apparently this is oh like God. a thing that died out some years ago, but it was a thing, and uh, I think that's you know it's taking. Milk to the next extreme. I talked about drinking heavy cream. These guys are on buttermilk, and I think that's uh, that's top level. What's worse, heavy cream or buttermilk? I think heavy cream tastes like it is kind of sweet tasting. I don't know. Buttermilk, I think, is vinegary yeah. tasting because uh, the substitute uh, for buttermilk is like you know white vinegar and, and milk. So <laughs> is it really? Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! What a psycho! <laughs> I'm gonna. I am All gonna right. try some, and I'll report back. Or maybe I should just oh do it on the God. air right now, Steve. I'm gonna do it right now on the air. Yeah, do it right it. now because it sounds yeah. literally horrible. I wish I had something to try too. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, I've got. Uh, I've got uh, here. Yeah. I will be trying. Uh, this is Kemp's Select Cultured Low Fat Buttermilk. It contains vitamin A and D. That's some good vitamins. And there's no artificial growth hormone, so I'm going to shake it up. 
But yeah, I hate I hate those hormones. I hate it. Ex- it. it expires um, in uh, five days. So I would also like to add that uh, for this, I'm giving Jared a pervert milk drinker pass. Uh, okay, this thank is you. just. But I'm adding uh, psychopath milk drinker. To okay, this. sounds good. Because this is insane, Jared. Oh my god! All right, yeah, go for it. Go for it. He's taking one sip. He's going back for another. Okay. Um, it kind of tastes like uh, cottage cheese. <laughs> like, Wait, I like cottage cheese. Do you know that kind of like a little soury taste you get from like the liquid in the uh, cottage cheese? Okay, all right. Now you're going bad because I, I always, I do not eat the bottom of my cottage cheese. I You... It ha- it it definitely tastes like if you liquefied cottage cheese. That's what this uh, tastes like. It sounds bad. It I, sounds I, it's bad. not as bad. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Would I choose to drink this? No. Why are you going back for more? Then why are you? Drinking I had to confirm. More? I had to confirm the taste. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Yeah, but there you go. Um. So buttermilk. Your your review is do not order that at a restaurant. It would not. I would not recommend it. I don't prefer it to regular milk. But could I see Unless it being you, acquired taste? But I mean, beer is terrible the first time you have it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just got to get used to this. Here's the thing: if you like murdering people, uh, yeah. go ahead and order buttermilk at yeah. a restaurant, yeah. and then go to therapy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be perfect. Fine. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll wrap up the show there, Steed. Uh, Sounds good. People can email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. As I mentioned, new episodes every Thursday. Uh, check out your local uh, Kemp's supplier of <laughs> buttermilk. Yeah, you'll, you'll find some good grocer. buttermilk there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll post the pictures there that I was referring to, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. The show has ended. Thank you for listening be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.